The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents High School Basketball. Here's a jumper, Hadwiger, left corner, 10-footer, no good. Got her own rebound, and on the follow, gets it over to Tesmer. She's behind the hoop, kicks it back out to John, to Herrick. Hand up straightaway, three, it's all dead. The third three of the first quarter, and Amherst now has taken an eight-point lead. Today, it's a girls' top ten matchup in C2 as the Amherst Lady Broncos host the Bridgeport Lady Bulldogs. High School Basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Pass tipped, and Axtell's turned it over for the third time. Run out here for Herrick. Herrick trying to avoid the double team. Anna with a crossover dribble gets doubled back to Tesmer. Bounce pass to Hadwiger. Open three for Tenley is good. Once beaten Bridgeport, who averages 72 points per game, brings the best team in the West to Amherst to battle the Fort Kearney Conference champions. It's the Bulldogs and the Broncos coming up next. But first, it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with ESPN Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Amherst for a special edition of high school basketball as the Amherst Lady Broncos, fresh off their Fort Kearney Conference Championship, takes on the Bridgeport Lady Bulldogs, who come in with a record of 19-1 and on the season, obviously also their conference champions. Doug Duda with you here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. It's a girls-only contest. And let's tell you a little bit about how this happened. As we were talking with the Amherst folks about it, these two schools and these girls' teams met up in the district volleyball finals this year. And there was discussion that, hey, Bridgeport is short a game or two. They need some people to play. Would Amherst, knowing that they would be a decent ball club, be interested in playing? And Nathan Dietz, the athletic director, said, well, I don't know. It's a long trip and for either team. I'll talk to my coach, Brandon Orn, see what he thinks. And the athletic director at Bridgeport said, you know what? Whoever wins volleyball, they could be the host. Let's just call it that way. Amherst won the volleyball match, and there was nothing done that night, but a Monday email came in. And so Nathan Dietz uh, tells me he caught a hold of Brandon Rohr. Brandon didn't take very long and said, sure, let's, let's try it. And so because Amherst won the volleyball, they're going to host here this afternoon. They worked out the date, and Bridgeport makes the long bus trip east, although when you're in the panhandle, uh, you're used to making long bus trips out here. Bridgeport's been a very good basketball team for quite a while, and that is how today's action has come about. Right now, there is no return trip that Amherst has to make next year, and uh, maybe they should work that out because both of these teams very limited on the seniors on their squad, and both should be very good next year as well. We'll take a look at the starting lineups and get you ready for this afternoon's battle between Amherst and Bridgeport, the number two team in C2, right behind Hastings St. Cecilia. Right after this, you're listening to High School Basketball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. 
Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. And it is time now for the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank. In Kearney, first off for the Bridgeport Lady Bulldogs. They'll go with number one, sophomore Brooklyn Mormon. She averages 14 points per ball game and about two and a half rebounds. Number two is senior Natalie Keenan Virgil. She averages four and a half points and two rebounds a game. Number 22 is junior Mackenzie Lycus. Lycus comes in at six points and nearly two rebounds a game. Number 30 is senior Ellie Klein. Klein averaging four points and about four and a half rebounds a game coming off the bench most of the season. And number 42 is sophomore Grace Dean. She averages about three points and five and a half rebounds per game. The head coach is Dave Coolin, assisted by Amber Dean. Bridgeport 19-1, ranked number two in C2 behind Hastings St. Cecilia. Their only loss this year is when they came out to Kearney to play Adams Central in the girls' showcase back on January the 8th by a score of 50-4. to and as we said, they're averaging 72 points per ball game. For the Amherst Lady Broncos, their starting lineup is the same as usual. Number two, five foot four inch sophomore is Josie Tesmer, four and a half points, two and a half rebounds a game. Number five, five nine sophomore Hannah Herrick, nearly 21 points and three rebounds a game. Number 10, five eight senior is Tenley Hadwiger, just under eight points and seven rebounds a game. Number 21, five six sophomore Morgan Oreda is averaging three and a half points and three rebounds a game. And number 32, 5'11 junior, Erin Murphy. She will uh, get you a good number of points per ball game uh, as well. Four points and about five rebounds a game. The head coach, Brandon Rohr, assisted by Kyle Fader, assisted by Sage Osborne Amherst, 16 and five on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a long-standing service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Taco making is a team sport. Here at Amigos, we want you to join our roster of the most talented taco artists in Nebraska. When you work at Amigos, you'll be on a team of people who have each other's backs. We offer a fast-paced, friendly work environment and flexible scheduling to fit your busy life. Join our team, meet your Amigos, and become a customer service expert, all while furthering your career. 
Be Amigos. Apply today at AmigosKings.com. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owners insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Barneyinsurance.net. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. Nothing to report for Amherst, but you may have noticed that today's game, very highly anticipated, will be without the best sister duo probably in the state of Nebraska. Olivia's Loomis, Olivia Loomis-Gottle and her sister uh, coming into tonight's ball game, Ruthie Loomis-Gottle, averaged 40 points between them. They are home ill today and will not play in the basketball game. So definitely a different tone to the contest here this afternoon. And that is our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. And the ball is in the air. Amherst has taken control here. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Hadwiger will drive to the right block. She'll be fouled. Her shot's going to go up and in off the foul of Ellie Klein. So Klein and Grace Dean average about seven points between them off the bench. They are the starters in place of the Loomis Goddard girls who average nearly 40 points per ball game and a chance at a three-point play to start the ball game here for Tenley Hadwiger. And Hadwiger's free throw is on the way, and it is good. And it's a 3-0 lead here for Amherst. So don't expect 72 points in this basketball game. But as the coaches from Amherst told me, now they're a little worried. They didn't know about this till a half hour before the game. Herrick steals it away in the backcourt, tipping away the pass from Mackenzie Likas, and they'll get back into their offense. They say, now we kind of expect a little bit different look here from Bridgeport as they come out and play zone. Hadwiger goes back door. Murphy's there. Layup is good. And a good start here for the Lady Broncos as they are up by a score of 5 to nothing. And Coach Coolin already is going to take a timeout. We are only 45 seconds into the ball game, and he does not want things to start like this. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And out of the quick 30-second timeout by Bridgeport, they'll be looking for their first shot of the ball game. They get it to the high post here. Delikas kicks it out for a three-pointer. It's going to be long, no good. Rebound comes out to Hannah Herrick, and Herrick will grab the first board here in the afternoon for Amherst. She'll bring the ball across the timeline, trying to box it one here. Wanted to throw it back door to Murphy, but it's going to be picked off. Grace Dean will make the steal, and Amherst with their first turnover of the ball game. You're listening to KXPN, Kearney, KICS, Hastings, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Amherst in that standard 2-3 zone. We'll see another three-pointer on the wing by Brooklyn Mormon. The shot is no good, and the rebound will be brought down by Hannah Herrick, her second board. Now, she is not the leading rebounder 
on this ball club, but she's at the first two of the game as they try to spread things out here with a little junk defense by Bridgeport. A diamond and two are boxing one. They get into the high post. Hadwiger, there's some room. One dribble, six-footer off the glass and in. Couldn't ask for a better start here for Amherst. They're out seven to nothing, two minutes into the ball game. Hadwiger with five points here early on. So Bridgeport going to have to find a way to get inside this zone, which teams have done. Now, again, Amherst played outstanding defense during the conference tournament, especially the last two games, allowing just 30 and 26 points to Overton and SEM. And here is going to be a tip. The Bulldogs run it down to the backcourt with Keenan Virgil. Kick it over the left wing. Couldn't get the three. Amherst thought it was going to be an over and back, but the official said that it had been tipped. So Keenan Virgil has it up top, ball knocked away by Herrick, but can't get the steal on the right wing. Here comes Mormon. She'll drive the baseline, and we're going to get a little blocking foul called on Amherst. That'll stop things here. Foul's going to be called on Tenley Hadwiger. First foul of the game here on the Broncos. 7 to nothing. Amherst out of the gate quickly here against the number two team in C2, playing off out there All-State guards. So the inbound comes to the top of the key. Mormon swings it right side, back up top for another three. It's too strong for Mormon. Rebound comes out long, and Josie Tesper will grab it. Finds Herrick to the run out, and Hadwiger will lay it up and in. Perfect pass from Herrick. Hadwiger was basically one on two, and we're going to get another timeout here for Bridgeport. Two timeouts, less than three minutes into the ball game. Coach Dave Kulin doesn't want to get knocked out of here in the first eight minutes. So with 5-10 to go, in the first quarter of play, it is Amherst 9, Bridgeport nothing on ESPN Tri-City. Buzz's Marine wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Nothing is better than cruising or fishing in a boat powered by a Yamaha outboard. They make fun dependable. This year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marine. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Get ready for summer at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more or online at buzzesmarine.com. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers is all about the good and creating more of it. More drive through celebrations, more weekend traditions, more family dinners and lunches, more car picnics and road trips, more desserts, maybe more second desserts, more celebrating being together as much as we can. There's always room for more good and more Freddy's. Keep the good going with a taste that brings you back. Doug Duda back with you in the Carney Tillion Repair broadcast booth as Amherst tries to get some offense going here. They'll lob it over the backside to the hands of Grace Dean. It's in and out of her hands. And out of bounds, it'll go. Turnover number two for Bridgeport. 9 nothing Amherst against the number two team in the state. But again, no matter what Amherst does here today, it will be weakened by the fact that the Loomis Glottelsorcers are not here for Bridgeport. Anna Herrick on the right side. Kicks it down to the baseline. There's Hadwiger, dribbles through the lane, kicks it out on the left side to Tesmer. Back up top to Grace John, who's checked in. Also checking in is Peyton Cast, the normal first two off the bench here for the Broncos. Over to Tesmer, high post again. Hadwiger's open. Out to John. Grace for the three-pointer. It's off the glass, no good. Rebound brought down by Keenan Virgil. That's the first time Amherst hasn't been able to produce on a shot. They had one turnover as well. 2-3 zone. Trying to keep an eye on the backside here against Ellie Klein and another turnover for Bridgeport trying to get it inside. Haven't been able to do anything here. Getting it into the leading score that is on the floor for this ball club in Mormon. 
Underneath, the shot by Hadwiger is going to be blocked and taken away. Ellie Klein comes out of there with a the block. And up the floor with it will be Mackenzie Lycos. 9-0, four minutes to go first quarter. Amherst leading Bridgeport. Don't forget, Adams Central and Hastings High are playing tonight at Hastings College as they try to lob it inside. Herrick sees it coming. That's the fourth turnover, three of them kind of on the same variety. It's a late doubleheader at Hastings College. It'll begin at 6.30 between Adams Central and Hastings on KHAS. Great ball movement here and another block shot underneath on the attempt of Tenley Hadwiger by Ellie Klein. A little physicality that time, but they let it go. So back-to-back -back blocks here for Klein. And the ball will come into the hands of Bridgeport. Still looking for their first shot inside three-point land. Here's a three-pointer. Mormon right wing, and they got it to go. Brooklyn, first shot that falls for Bridgeport comes at the 3.20 mark here in the first quarter. And that makes it 9-3. Normally, Bridgeport would lay on a suffocating defense. They tried to put on a little backcourt pressure, but no problem. And Herrick's into the front court, skips it over to Tesmer up top to Hadwiger. She'll go to the right wing to Grace John. Back inside, Hadwiger steps through the double team to Tesmer. Left wing three, Josie is too strong. And the rebound will be corralled by Mackenzie Lykos. So Amherst has missed their first two three-pointers. Still up 9-3. Lykos a pull-up three in transitions off the heel. No good. Rebound. Herrick had it, and then she's going to be fouled trying to get up the floor. This will be the second foul of the ball game on Bridgeport. Natalie Keenan-Virgil with her first personal foul. And this will allow Bridgeport to slap a little pressure on here. They'll get it into Tesper, and Tesper will sprint up the right side in front of her home fans, and then the back over and back to Hadwiger. No need to throw it behind you. Amherst fans <laughs> didn't like the call. It was the correct call. You have to have your feet down. You can't jump in the air and not land yet. So that is the exact right call for our officials here. So back to Bridgeport on the high post. They finally got it to Dean. Back out of the right wing. They hadn't had a high post touch yet. Back over the left wing to Virgil. She'll take the three-pointer. It's all the way down and out. No good. Rebound deflects off of Klein and out of bounds. One of six from downtown for Bridgeport. And Amherst will take it over. But now Amherst hasn't scored in two minutes and 45 seconds. They were up 9-0. Bridgeport called the timeout. Herrick still hasn't scored, and she throws it away, trying to lob it down low to Peyton Cast and put it way over her head. So checking in for Tesmer will be Josie Loshenkohl, the 5-4 sophomore. Again, you've got Tenley Hadwiger, the only senior starter for Amherst. Today, Keaton Virgil and Ellie Klein, the senior starters for Bridgeport. And Klein usually comes off the bench. So the Bulldogs have settled it down here a little bit, but now they've got to find some more offense. 9-3 Amherst with Lycos taking it over the left wing. Try to dump it down low to Klein. It's going to be knocked out of bounds by Hannah Herrick. And it will be Bridgeport ball underneath their own hoop. St. Paul Ravenna, another big doubleheader going on in our area tonight. That's a rematch of the Luplatt Girls Championship. And the inbounds passes carelessly over the head of Dean. Picked up by Herrick. Fast break and a three-point play opportunity for Tenley Handwiger. She has already got nine and could get ten right here on the assist from Hannah Herrick. And the foul again will be on Natalie Keenan-Virgil. That's her second. And the team's third, so it looks like the Bulldogs will go to the bench here. And Megan Klein, the sophomore, will check in. So Hadwiger completed a three-point play earlier in the quarter. And will go after it again. Free throw good. 
What a first quarter here for Tanley Hadwiger. She's got 10 of the 12 points here. And the lead back to nine for Amherst. On ESPN Tri-Cities, it's just a girls varsity game here tonight. That's all there was. Bridgeport making the long trip. They needed a couple of games. This is one they picked up. Sizing up the three, Keenan Virgil didn't take it. Gives it over to Lycus. And nothing there for McKenzie. Lob it inside. There's a short jumper off the glass. That will not go for Klein. The rebound to Herrick, but she tripped and fell. So she travels with the basketball. Just turned and just kind of ran right onto a foot of one of the Bridgeport players, so never really got control of the basketball. And we'll keep it here in the hands of Bridgeport underneath their own hoop. Lycus getting it in. Here's his short jumper on a baseline up and in by Ellie Klein. So Megan Klein and Ellie Klein both out there, and Ellie gets her first bucket. Full court pressure on, but pretty good for Herrick. She's going to win the one-on-one -on -one matchup with Mormon. 12-5, first quarter, 1-10, pull up three. Herrick in transition over everything. Hard off the glass. Ellie Klein will get the rebound, and I'm sure Herrick, who scores 21 a game, is itching to get on the board here. She's got a couple of assists, but hasn't had an opportunity to score so far. 12-5 Amherst over number two Bridgeport playing without their two guards. Get the ball back to Keenan Virgil. Two dribbles into the 15-foot range. Takes the jumper, no good. Rebound brought down by Tenley Hadwiger. Outlet to Herrick. Comes across the timeline. Met by Mormon. Skips it over to Lash and Cole. 35 seconds to go in the quarter. Right wing, Grace John. Skips it over the zone. Back to Lash and Cole. Up top to Hadwiger. Looking inside Herrick. Nice catch. Drives in with the left hand. Switches it, puts it up, no good. Fights for the rebound, it's still loose. It's gonna get deflected all the way out top to Hadwiger, and then it's stolen away by Mormon. Mormon with the steal, one-on-one -on -one with Hadwiger. Tough defense and can't get the shot to go. Hadwiger with great recovery defense, pulls down the rebound. So after the steal, makes a great play. Six seconds to go in the quarter. They'll lob it up to Lash and Cold, and she has it knocked away, and we're gonna get a foul called. Hadwiger thought the pass was for her, and she ran into Josie. And then Josie, I think, is going to get called for the foul. With 1.7 to go here in the quarter, Bridgeport has to go the length of the floor just to get a shot away here. Doesn't look like Amherst is going to put too much pressure on. Maybe get up to half court. Tried to deny the ball. They want to get it into Lycus. Hey, they do, and she just dribbles it out. So that is the end of the first quarter of play in a... Special ball game here at Amherst, one that you wouldn't normally see. Bridgeport, the number two team in C2, playing without their two All-State guards. It's Amherst 12, Bridgeport 5 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. 
Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth in Amherst. A big thank you, as always, to Nate Deeds. We've been here quite a few times this year because of uh, all the activities that have been going on, including last week hosting some FKC action. Bridgeport will get the ball, try to lob it down low again to Graystein. Again, it's going to be taken away. Each team had five turnovers in the first quarter of play. Bridgeports were pretty early. Amherst were a lot later in the quarter. And remember, Amherst was up 9-0 at the 5-10 mark. It's 12-5. Baseline jumper Oredo will get things going here in the second quarter for Amherst, and they're up 14-5. So a good start to the second quarter for the Lady Broncos in that extended 2-3 zone. Lob it inside. They'll get it to Klein. Megan, one dribble, puts it up off the glass. It won't go, but she does draw the foul on Aaron Murphy. That'll be her first and the team's third. Two free throws will be coming up. Bridgeport has not been to the line. Amherst was there for Hadwiger on a pair of three-point finishes. So Megan Klein's first free throw of the ball game is on the way, and it is good. Bridgeport kind of got some things figured out at that 5-10 mark and able to slow it down, but this is a team that's not used to playing games that are in the 30s or 40s. They average 72 a game, but 40 of those are setting back at Bridgeport this afternoon. Second free throw is on the way and good. So Klein hits them both, and it's 14-7. Amherst with the seven-point lead. Triple up Tesper, quickly reverse it over to Hadwiger. Back out top to Herrick. Herrick with a stutter dribble on the left wing, stays at the three-point arc, brings it back out between the circles, over to Oreda. Oreda skips it over the top of the zone to Tesmer, has to track it down in front of our official Randy Beanoff, off to Herrick. Mormon went for the steal, couldn't get it, so now they've got a little room, dump it down, low to Murphy. Murphy's doubled, we're gonna get a jump ball. Megan Klein came in there to tie it up. And there is a handful of folks from Bridgeport that made the long trip today, including a group of young ladies that I'm all on the same team, it looks like, over there. About eight of them, maybe. Look like they might be about third or fourth graders, fifth graders, possibly. Here's the inbound. Herrick comes into the paint, hadn't scored yet, still has it, but the offensive rebound is up and in by Aaron Murphy. Her first board, her second bucket. 16-7, Amherst with 6.40 to go here in the second quarter of play. Bridgeport to the high post, left elbow. Grace Dean brings it down. It's poked away by Oreda and another Bridgeport turnover. Herrick's going to push it up the floor. Down the middle with Mormon on her right. 360 move, and they're going to call the carry. Yep. Too much that time by Hannah Herrick. Kind of a stutter and just whipped around on the 360 without a dribble. So back into the ball game will be Peyton Cass. Murphy starts, but Cass usually plays more minutes, at least in the majority of the games that we've covered this year. So back into the hands here of the Overton, or excuse me, Overton, of the Bridgeport Lady Bulldogs needing to get something going here tonight. Nebraska basketball has announced a schedule update. They'll make up their COVID game with Ohio State on the 1st of March as the lob comes inside and catching and scoring is Ellie Klein, her second bucket. That'll move up the Penn State game to the 27th of February, and then on the 1st of March, they'll play Ohio State. Here's Hadwiger, pulls up the three-point line, doesn't take it. Back over to Tesmer, and to Tenley on the left wing, drives baseline, puts it up, has it blocked in there by Megan Klein. Got her own block shot up to Oreda, and her free-throw line jumper is good. Morgan doesn't shoot a whole lot, but she's hit her last two attempts, and it's 18-9, so the Bulldogs score, and Amherst answers every single time so far. Stutter dribble to the right baseline, and stepping out of bounds is going to be Bridgeport down on the baseline. And it looks like Coach Brandon Rohr wants to call a timeout here. With 5.30 to go in the first half of play, 
It is the Amherst Lady Broncos leading 19-1 Bridgeport by a score of 18-9. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Doug Dudamack with you here in Amherst in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth out of the Amherst timeout. They'll push it up the floor quickly with Tenley Hadwiger. Back up top to Hannah Herrick through Tesmer. Dribbles to the right elbow down to the baseline. Oreda. Oreda's double team brings the ball down low, and you're going to get a jump. Got to keep that ball high as a post. And the jump ball gives the possession to Bridgeport, and that'll be the seventh turnover for Amherst. Don't forget the BNB carpet, Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl each month. All you have to do is go to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your top athlete. On the right elbow with it, here's a jumper out for three, and it's another one by Brooklyn Mormon. She has the only two threes of the ball game here for Bridgeport, makes it 18 to 12. Again, our monthly winners. On the boys' side, it is Miles Sad from Donovan Trumbull. Unfortunately, he missed the last two games of the Lou Platt Championship. And our girls' winner is Libby Troush from Adams Central. Here's Hadwiger into the paint again. That one's too strong, but a put-back try by Cast. No. Then a fight for the basketball, and we're going to get a foul on Cast. Rebound brought down by McKenzie Likas. So Peyton Cast with the personal foul. That'll be her first and the team's fourth. But after a quick start, Amherst has definitely slowed down, and I'm sure that's one of the reasons that Coach Rohr called the timeout over there. Outside of a couple of threes, Bridgeport hasn't done a lot offensively, but it's still an 18-12 game. Keenan Virgil up top. Gets it over to Lycos. Kind of push that zone. Another three on the way, and that's good. Natalie Keenan Virgil. It's her first bucket of the ball game, and a nine-point lead is down to three after back-to-back -back threes. John over to Hadwiger. Back up top, they'll go to Tesmer between the circles to Grace John. Against this box and one of Bridgeport. Driving in Hadwiger, back over to Tesmer. Here's John, back to Tenley, right block, double team. Good ball movement, reverse it to Tesmer. Josie tries to dump it down low, and Ellie Klein steps in front and makes the steal. Turnover number eight for Amherst. And across the timeline is McKenzie Likas on the right elbow. Here's a short jumper up and in by Grace Dean. Timeout Amherst. Bridgeport has scored eight in a row to get back in the ball game. 3.43 to go in the first half of play. It's Amherst 18, Bridgeport 17 on ESPN. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. 
Dowdy Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. Well, Bridgeport didn't look good out of the gate. Their fans probably thinking, uh-oh, we don't have the... Lewis Gettle sisters were down nine. We're not even three minutes into the game. Well, that's changed. It's 18-17. And the second time I have to be used here by Amherst, brought to you by ENT Physicians. They've got the ball in the corner to Grace John. Drives the baseline, puts up the runner way strong. And the rebound will be grabbed here by Keenan Virgil. And Bridgeport has a chance to take their first lead of the contest. Lycos will bring it across the timeline. Work weak side to Keenan Virgil. Play and catch. Lobs it to the high post, Grace Dean, one dribble, two dribbles in the paint, little seven-footer, it's off the window too strong, they tip it out, it goes right back to Dean, Dean puts the chepper up, missed it again, rebound brought down by Peyton Cast. Off to Hannah Herrick, Herrick will push it up, Brooklyn Mormon shadows her wherever she goes, three minutes to go here, Herrick into the paint, kicks it out to the wing, Tesmer for three, it is no good, still haven't made one from outside in four attempts, Anilikos will get her, Third rebound, McKenzie across the timeline. Keeping it a 1-3-1 looking offense. Down on the baseline is Ellie Klein. Either a three or Dean High. Right wing again, Mormon. Mormon doubled, jump pass back out top. She'll find Lycos, a deep three and it's no good. Hannah Herrick will grab the rebound. That'll be the fourth for Herrick. Long pass up the floor to Tesmer. Trying to beat that Bridgeport defense back. Skip it over to Grace John. Up to Herrick. Herrick puts the ball on the floor, dribbles into the double team. Right corner, John, one dribble, back out to Herrick. This time, got to look at a three-pointer, and it's all the way down and out. No good. Offensive rebound, Tenley Hadwiger. She'll kick it back out as she was covered, and then Amherst throws it away. Wow, Amherst just was clicking to start this basketball game, moving with the ball, without the ball, setting a screen, sliding down to the post, getting the ball to Hadwiger, who had 10 in the first quarter. She's got nothing here in the first six minutes of the second quarter. Herrick's got nothing, and only six points now in the quarter for Amherst, and it looks like we might have a little blood here on Grace Dean. The 5'10 sophomore is going to check out of the basketball game. And another opportunity for Bridgeport to take the lead. This is going to be their fourth trip down as Amherst has been stuck on 18 for nearly three minutes. Kind of the same story as the first quarter. Checking into the ball game, Paige Schmuck. Schmuck turns, tries to get it down low, and Oreda will grab the basketball. A steal here for Oreda. Nine turnovers apiece. Herrick across the timeline. Gets it to Josie Loschenkall. Loschenkall just checked in. There's Hadwiger, right block to Oreda. This diamond and two really messing with Amherst right now. Herrick wants a shot, makes it happen, and she'll be fouled. I'm going to say it is before the shot. So the baseline for Oreda. Looks like it's going to go on. Mackenzie Lycos. Lycos with her first and the team's fourth. And checking in will be Ellie Klein again. Coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. First half stats. And talk about what's still coming up this week. We'll even let you know how our area teams are doing at state bowling. One week, this is the final week of the regular season for C and D girls. Subdistricts begin on Monday. So a lot going on. Broncos will inbound it here. Still 
Looks like they got a little blood on the basketball, so they're going over trying to wipe that off so that they don't have to go get another ball. And Morgan Oreda now to throw it in as Amherst will box the lane. I think they're checking to make sure that there's no blood on the uniform or the arm, and now we're finally ready to go. Oreda with a quick inbound to the right corner to Hadwiger up top. Herrick, she'll get a three away, and this one's good. Hannah Herrick with her first bucket of the basketball game, and that'll make it 21 to 17 in favor of Amherst as they break a long drought. A three to try and answer at the other end is going to bounce off the rim by Keenan Virgil. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Murphy. She hits the deck up the floor. Here they come. Basketball in the hands of Herrick again, trying to get the advantage to Lashen Cole. One minute to go in the half. Right wing to Oreda. Oreda gets it between the circles and gives it to Lashen Cole. Back inside to Hadwiger. Her pass tipped, but Herrick has it. Right baseline, nowhere to go. Jump pass out top. Hadwiger's open at the free throw line. She'll take the jumper, no good. Rebound going to be grabbed by Grace Dean of the Bulldogs. More good defense that time by Bridgeport. 40 seconds to go here in the first half. Brooklyn Mormon between the circles. High post Dean, left wing, three-pointer. Keenan Virgil, that didn't hit anything, and it's going to go out of bounds. So Bridgeport hit a couple of threes to get things going earlier in this quarter. Now they're stuck on 17. They have not scored since the 345 mark of the quarter, and we're down to 29 seconds. Inbound to Herrick. Mormon went for it in the backcourt. Probably not the wisest decision. Herrick does slow it up, though. 20 seconds to go in the first half. Down to the baseline. Herrick's got room. They'll get it inside to Hadwiger. And Hadwiger now with a dozen points in the ballgame. Back-to-back buckets and Amherst back up by six. Ten seconds to go. Likas across the timeline. Can Bridgeport get a good shot? Brooklyn Mormon from 26 feet. It just barely got there, and it's out of bounds off of Amherst. There's still two and a half seconds to go. Bridgeport fired that one off really early. So two and a half seconds to go. Bridgeport will get the ball underneath their own hoop. Dean to throw it in. Amherst wants to bring Grace John in. Nobody has multiple fouls for Amherst. One more chance here for Bridgeport before halftime. They'll stack him at the free throw line, lob it up top. Likas, couple of dribbles, throws up the three, and it's all net. A little crossover in Mackenzie Likas with her first bucket of the ball game and playing without two of the best guards in all of C2, the Loomis Guttel sisters. Bridgeport is in this ball game. They were down 9-0 less than three minutes into the contest, but at the half, it's Amherst 23 and Bridgeport 20. We've got the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming your way on ESPN Tri-City. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Platte Valley Auto, Heartland Chevrolet is Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry. Sales, service, parts and tires, great selection of new and pre-owned Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep and Ram, Chevrolet Buick. Three stores in the Heartland to serve you best. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Over 400 new and used to choose from. PlatteValleyAuto.com or HeartlandChevrolet.com. Or stop by and see us. Platte Valley Auto, beautiful downtown Lexington, top of the hill, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Lexington, Southside. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. And welcome back to Amherst for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. And at the half in this girls-only contest, you've got an Amherst team that is just outside the top ten with only one loss since the holiday tournament. And they lead the number two team from Bridgeport, 23-20, to coming out with a record of 19-1, whose only loss happened to be their last trip out here against Adams Central. But again, every time we give you the score, we've kind of got to preface that by saying the two top players for Bridgeport, the Olivia Loomis-Gettle and her sister Ruthie Loomis-Gettle, are both home ill today, and they both average 20 points a ball game. And so the 20 that they have here at half, way below their average of 72 points per contest. And who are some of the teams that this Bridgeport squad has played? Well, they've been into Wyoming for a couple of teams. Shadron, Hemingford, they make the trip down to Chase County. But they beat Shadron 75-46. to They beat Chase County by six. That was their closest game before coming out uh, in that girls holiday classic. They didn't play a holiday tournament. They put 84 points up on a North Platte St. Pat's team. That's 14-7. and seven. And then they have played some good competition here as of late. A couple of conference tournaments in the SPVA. They beat Hershey 70-45 to and St. Pat's 77-47. Sioux County, who's 13-8, but a D2 team, they pummeled with a running clock 78-30. The rematch with Hershey last week, or a couple of weeks ago, they won by six. They thumped Bayard, and then in the Western Trails Conference, they beat Mitchell 60-41. to And Gordon Rushville, who's currently 16-5, they beat him by 50, 71-21, and they play them again at Gordon on Friday in their regular season finale. For Amherst, their regular season finale is also here at home against Elm Creek on Friday night. Amherst coming off the FKC Championship just a couple of seasons ago, one win, and uh, this year they beat Axtell, Overton, and SEM, holding their last two opponents to 28 points defensively on the average. A couple other things going on today. Uh, state bowling has become a much bigger uh, sporting event, and we had the singles yesterday. Today, Grand Island has made it to the boys' championship, and they'll take on either Crosstown rival Northwest or Wayne. Northwest won in sudden death today over uh, Hastings and then uh, got beat in the second round and dropped down into the loser's bracket, and then Northwest was able to pick up a win uh, over Seward 
And then in the next match, they were able to pick up a win over Bellevue West. And so they are bowling right now. They'll bowl at 6, I guess. Is that it? Yeah, about a half hour. And then the finals are tonight at 7.30. You take a look at what happened in the girls' race today. Lexington went 0-2 today, even though they went in as the number two seed. They got beat in the uh, opening round by Omaha Westside, three games to two, and then were eliminated by Seward in uh, straight games. The championship tonight will be Humphrey Lindsay Holy Family taking on Wayne. District Wrestling Friday and Saturday, we will see the Amherst Broncos, Kearney Catholic, and a number of other teams up at the C4 in O'Neill. We'll also be at the D1 in Maxwell. We'll have reports all day Saturday, and then the finals are scheduled to begin around 4. We'll have the Maxwell finals here on ESPN. We'll have the O'Neill finals on Power 99. Also a reminder that we've got more high school basketball tonight on KHAS Radio, as it will be... Hastings High battling Adams Central. Those games will be at Hastings College on KHAS. Action gets underway tonight at 6.30. It's 23-20 Amherst at the half. First half stats next. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. This is Bob from b Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring, but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at b and and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. b and Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produced the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Now let's take a look at the first half stats here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For Bridgeport, Brooklyn Mormon has a pair of three-pointers. She leads the way with six points. Natalie Keenan-Virgil, three-point bucket and two rebounds. Megan Klein, a couple of free throws and a block shot. Mackenzie Likas hit the three right before half. She has three rebounds. Ellie Klein, four points, a rebound, and two blocks. And Grace Dean, two points, two rebounds. I have Bridgeport for five points in the first quarter, 15 in the second. 20 points at the half for the Bulldogs, eight rebounds, two out of two at the free throw line, three of 12 from three-point land, three blocks, nine turnovers. Keenan Virgil, the only player with two fouls. For Amherst, Hannah Herrick has been held to one three-point bucket. She averages 21 a game. One rebound for Josie Tesmer. Herrick has four. Tenley Hadwiger leads the way with 12 points, four rebounds. Morgan Oreda, four points. Peyton Cass, two rebounds. Aaron Murphy, four points. Two rebounds. Amherst jumped out nine to nothing. Twelve points in the first, eleven in the second at the half. Twenty-three points, thirteen rebounds. Two out of two at the free throw line. One of six from three-point land. Nine turnovers and nobody with more than one foul at the half. It is Amherst twenty-three and Bridgeport twenty. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement, from the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job. 
Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's ACE Summit, Tuesday, February 15th, inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fauner Park in Grand Island. Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend, Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's ACE Summit, Tuesday, February 15th, at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. I want to remind you that we've got a pair of Luplatt Conference doubleheaders later this week on Power 99. On Thursday, Gibbons at Ravenna. On Friday, Arcadia Loop Cities at Centura. Then the wrestling Saturday, Lincoln North Star Kearney High Friday night here on ESPN Radio. Amherst gets the ball. They were in the halftime locker room a long time. They're only up 23-20, and they will turn it over on a nice defensive play by Keenan Virgil. She deflected it off of the Broncos, and that'll be their 10th turnover here of this contest. Bridgeport just didn't know what to expect without their two senior or two starter at guard, but they have settled down and played well over the last quarter and a half. Here's a three on the way. Lycus tried to start the second half like she ended the first. It's in and out. No good. Rebound will be brought down by Tenley Hadwiger, and we're going to get a foul over the back here called on the Lady Bulldogs, who will put on some full court pressure here. So the first foul of the half on the dogs is called against Ellie Klein, and that will be her second. Hadwiger to bring it up. It's not really a lot of pressure in the backcourt. Amherst hasn't had any problem bringing it up one-on-one. Tesmer gives it back to Hadwiger. Free throw line, one dribble, dribbled into the double team. Back out to Herrick. Herrick dribbles the right side of the key, forces it inside. Good pass to Murphy, who lays it up and in. And Aaron has a bucket in all three quarters, and it's 25-20. Amherst scores on their opening possession. I should say second possession. The first one got tipped away. And now a steal. Oreda steps in front. Makes the steal up to Herrick. One on two. One on three. Pulls up for three. It's off the heel. No good. And the rebound brought down by Grace Dean. Amherst just one of seven from deep. And Herrick hit that late in the second quarter. 25-20. The Bulldogs trailing. Dribbling into the double team. Mormon kicks it back out for another three. Lycus is all net. McKenzie with her second three-pointer. And Bridgeport's on the board here in the third quarter of play. 25-23, your score. Top of the key, Herrick gets it to the high post. Hadwiger, right corner, Oreda, skip past Tesmer. Back out, Herrick. Hannah poked away and is able to go get it before Mormon ran it down. Skip pass over to Tesmer. Josie gets it open, three, and it is no good. Rebound comes out long and is grabbed by Grace Dean. I was going to say, Tesmer hasn't shot it much. Oreda has a couple of buckets, but I think she's only shot it twice. So outside of Herrick and Hadwiger, who usually lead the way, they are controlling the basketball game. Here's a steal. Steal made by Tesmer. Gets it to Herrick, the trailer. On the wing, back to Josie. Fakes the three, doesn't come inside. Instead, back up to Hannah. Right side of the lane to Hadwiger. Nine-footer off the front of the rim. It sets there, won't go. Rebound slapped around, and Bridgeport will grab it, even though Aaron Murphy tried really hard to grab that rebound, and here come the Bulldogs up the floor again, a chance to tie or even take the lead. Bridgeport has never led in the ball game. They were down nine to nothing. They were down 18 to nine, and then scored eight in a row. Long three, Lycus for the lead, no. 
and it's going to head out of bounds off the rim towards the Amherst crowd. And the Broncos to the bench. Here comes Grace John and Peyton Cass. 5.23 to go in the third quarter of play. Amherst 25, Bridgeport 23 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Ball comes up the middle of the floor. Tesmer on the left wing to Hadwiger. Back out to Tesmer. Lob it into Hadwiger. She's in the paint to Grace John. She's got a three-pointer on the way. It's going to hit the rim. No good offensive putback missed. Peyton Cast had a putback with nobody on her and just put it off the glass too strong. So eager after getting the board. Dean inside. Kicks it out. Mormon for three more, but it's off the heel. No good. Rebound's going to be slapped out by Dean. Grabbed by Keenan Virgil. Her baseline jumper doesn't hit anything. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Her sixth. Herrick pushes it up the right side, little stutter dribble. Pushes off, that's gonna be an offensive foul. Hannah Herrick, she knows it. Her first personal foul. Pushed off and sent Brooklyn Mormon to the ground and that's something Herrick will have to work on because now the officials know that she does it. She does a good job of keeping that non-dribbling left arm extended, but she will try to use it for leverage and sometimes she'll use it for a little too much leverage like she did right there. 4.40 to go here in the third quarter of play. So back into action here for Bridgeport. Trying again to tie or take the lead. Down to the block, right side is Ellie Klein. Can't get it to her. Megan tries to get it to her. Megan Klein, and it's going to be taken away by Peyton Cass. Third turnover of the quarter here for the Broncos. Long outlet pass to the free throw line. Tesmer, they'll get it down low. Cast on the assist, doesn't take it. Back out, Hadwiger, three-pointer is no good. Long rebound out to Keenan Virgil. 0 of 4 in the quarter now for Amherst from three-point land. And again, can Bridgeport tie it or take the lead? You'd have to think that that would send a different message as we move along. As they lob it inside, Megan Klein. Josie Tesmer is there to get another steal. Back-to-back -back turnovers by Bridgeport. And we're going to get a quick timeout. Called by Amherst. They've been stagnant. They have one bucket here in the third quarter of play. 3.46 to go in the third. It's Amherst 25 and Bridgeport 23 on ESPN. One play can change momentum in a game, and one deductible is a game changer when it comes to your insurance. That's why you should see me, McKenzie, or Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent. We can help bundle your car and home together in a single policy. So if life sends a blitz in the form of a storm or fire, you'll pay just one deductible for everything that's covered. Talk to us today at 308-234-2222 and see how we can help protect what matters most. Call me, Rick Smith, your Farm Bureau agent, or McKenzie at 308-234-2222. 308-234-2222. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school basketball. We're in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you a unique girls-only game tonight as Amherst is hosting Bridgeport, the number two team in the state, needing a game. They locked it up after volleyball. They're 19-1, but playing without their all-state sister combo, and that doesn't matter. Natalie keenan Virgil makes the steal all the way to the other end, hesitates, and shoots over the defender and scores. We are tied at 25 with three and a half to go in the third quarter of play. Herrick brings it up the floor, quickly reverses it over on the left wing here to Josie Tesmer. She'll bring it up top. Lashen Cole is in there. Left side of the key, looks for the back cut. Herrick still with one three-point bucket of the ball game, guarded by Mormon. Tesmer up top, Herrick. Brooklyn Mormon, just a sophomore, a pair of sophomores here. Free throw line. Kick it into the corner, three-pointer, Tesmer on that. 
Josie Tesmer finally fires one up and buries it, and Amherst regains the lead here by a score of 28-25. And again, a three-pointer on the way, almost banked in by Keenan Virgil, and we're going to get a jump ball. Fighting for it is Grace Dean and Tenley Hadwiger. The arrow points the way of Bridgeport. But it's uncanny. We can sit here for about three minutes. Nobody scores, and as soon as Bridgeport does, Amherst comes right back and answers. So on the floor now for the Broncos. Looks like we might have the original starting crew in there. We do. Tesmer, Herrick, Hadwiger, Oreda, and Murphy. And it'll be Bridgeport ball underneath their own hoop. Lob it out top to Likas, who has two threes. Four three-pointers in the ball game. Make it five three-pointers in the ball game, we should say. For Bridgeport, and that is basically why they're still around here. 28-25 Amherst, two and a half to go. In quarter number three, being patient, they'll lob it into Dean, turn around jumper to foul from the side. Looks like Hannah Herrick might have got her on the arm. Amherst on this season averages only 41 points a game, so Herrick gets half of them, and they've got to find a way to be better than that if they hope to have a successful postseason. Hannah Herrick with her second personal foul, and the free throw by Grace Dean is up, and it is in. That is her third point. Second free throw coming up. Dean takes a few dribbles and fires it up, and it's in and out off the glass and back in, so Dean hits it. Only the second trip to the line tonight for Bridgeport. They are four for four here in a basketball game. Again, no college hoops on this Tuesday night for the Lopers, for the Broncos, or for the Huskers. Husker men will host Minnesota tomorrow night at 8. The women go to Ohio State Thursday at 6. Herrick doubled, gets it back out top. Tesmer, wrap around in the corner to Oreda, to Hadwiger on the right block, kicks it back out, Oreda tries a three, and Morgan is strong, no good, backside rebound, grabbed by Grace Dean. Well, Amherst, can you learn a lot from watching the tape on this one? How to get Herrick free, set some better ball screens, there's Tesmer with another steal, this will help, up ahead to Herrick with the pass, Got away from her, so she had to track it down. Dribbles down the baseline to Josie in the corner for three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Grace Dean, and Bridgeport got a break there. That should have been a transition, no contested layup for Hannah Herrick, but couldn't grab that bounce pass that Tesmer gave to her. 28-27 Amherst. We're down to a minute 20 to go. Third quarter here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Mormon dribbles into the right corner, trapped. Falls down, throws it out to Lycus. Lycus keeping it over here on the right wing. Skip it across this zone. Lob it inside to Dean. Turns around, it's blocked and just taken right away. Aaron Murphy. And then Murphy in a big collision is going to be fouled. And it looks like this one will be on Natalie Keenan Virgil. Her third. Only the second of the half. Grace John, Peyton Cass back in for Amherst. 1-0-3 to go. Here in quarter number three at Amherst clinging to a 28-27 lead. Up the floor with it, Tenley Hadwiger. Uses a little bit of interference from Oreda. Then gives it off to Morgan. Morgan dribbles to the left side of the key, looking for Herrick. Mormon right there on her. Herrick grabs it, drops it. Going to be on the ground, going to get a jump. The arrow does point the way of Amherst, so they'll maintain it in Amherst is trying even harder here to get it to Hannah Herrick, who has one bucket in the ball game. So the lob in, Oreda, back up top to Herrick. Mormon went for the steal, didn't get it, so Herrick fires the three and drains it. That's the gamble. 
Hannah Herrick made it pay off, and it's 31-27. 35 seconds to go here in the quarter. Across the timeline, Lycus, high post, they get it to Klein, tried to force it inside to Ellie from Megan, and it's gonna be off her fingertips and out of bounds, and all of a sudden, Bridgeport can't take care of the basketball. That is seven turnovers here for the Bulldogs in the third quarter of play, and they have been on 27 for a long time. They cut it to 28-27, and they have been hanging around that for, again, about three minutes again since Amherst called the timeout. Up ahead to Hadwiger, stops the three-point arc, 20 seconds. They should play for one here, but they're just running their offense. Hadwiger dribbled it off her leg, lost it. Picked up by Keenan Virgil, 12th turnover for Amherst. And now with 11 seconds, it'll be Lycus into the front court. Herrick on her, trying to trap the ball. High post, Megan Klein, back to Lycus with five seconds. Open over here on the wing. Lycus just throws one up and about went up into the wrestling loft. And the rebound brought down by Peyton Cast. And we are at the end of the third quarter of play, but it's still in doubt. Amherst 31, Bridgeport 27 on ESPN Tri-Cities and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Attention local sports fans, Tri-City Sports are being televised on News Channel Nebraska. The statewide TV station just announced it will be showcasing a minimum of 35 high school games from the Grand Island, Kearney, Hastings area over the next year. From football, basketball, volleyball, soccer, and more, NCN will be covering our local teams for all of Nebraska to see. Watch News Channel Nebraska on Spectrum, Allo Dish, or any other local cable provider. Find out more at newschannelnebraska.com and follow them on Twitter at NCN Sports. All right, we start the fourth corner. Bridgeport a couple of passes, and then they have it stolen away at the top of the key. Tesmer's did a great job defensively, but hasn't had to do much offensively. Give and go, Hadwiger on the right block, gets bumped, off balance, takes the short jumper, no good. Patty Cake for the loose rebound, and then Hadwiger over the top commits the foul as Ellie Klein got the rebound. Tenley, that's her second personal foul. That is the third team foul of the half. Nobody in real trouble. Herrick and Hadwiger each have two for Amherst. Keenan Virgil has three for Bridgeport, and Ellie Klein has two. So again, here in the fourth quarter, Bridgeport trails 31-27 to the Amherst Broncos, who are 16-5 on the season. Dean at the high post, takes a look at the hoop, puts it up and in from 13. Six points for Grace Dean, and it's 31-29. Amherst is led by Tenley Hadwiger, a dozen points, but 10 of those were in the first quarter. Again, this was 9-0 and 18-9. Herrick a deep three. It's no good. Three of 15 offensive rebound. Tenley Hadwiger now has eight. Back to Herrick, off-balance jumper from the left elbow is no good. Rebound goes off the leg of Amherst and out of bounds. 
So a lot of threes being taken by both teams. Bridgeport is 5 of 18. Amherst is 3 of 15. They played the box and one all game on Hannah Herrick. She got free for a couple of threes. Brooklyn Mormon's been guarding her a couple of times. She went for the steal and didn't get it, and Herrick made her pay with the threes. The biggest lead was that nine-point lead that we referenced. Mormon, ball fake to the right baseline, dribbles into trouble, throws it back here, here to Lycus, who has a couple of threes. Nobody with more than six points for Bridgeport. Into the left-hand corner, finding trouble. Back out top. The throw is saved by Mormon to save the over and back. Now an outside three-pointer on the way. No good by Keenan Virgil. And the rebound run down by Hannah Herrick. Herrick gets rid of it against the double team to Hadwiger. Up front to Tesmer. Pulls up at the left wing. But every time they're looking backwards instead of forwards. Grace John back over to Hadwiger. Tries to force it inside and throws it away. Amherst has passed up so many short jump shots from that 8 to 12 foot range to try to get the ball inside to either Cast or Murphy. And they've been doubled a lot. So 13 turnovers for Amherst, 17 for Bridgeport. Mormon with it. She has two threes, she has six. Lycus has two threes, she has six. Dean has six. Five for Keenan Virgil. Lobbit backside, Klein's there. Herrick went up for the block and they called the foul. Amherst fans didn't like that. Hannah Herrick, her third personal foul, and Ellie Klein goes to the line for the first time. Haven't had many free throws. Bridgeport's four of four, and Amherst, two of two. And those were both by Herrick on two different occasions back in the first quarter of play. And the free throw by Ellie Klein is good. We were tied at 25, the only time in a ball game, and then Amherst got that three-pointer to open up the lead. And the second free throw is up, and it is good, and we are tied again. A 4-0 start to begin the fourth quarter, and Bridgeport with the long trip, tied at 31 here with Amherst. Hadwiger in the paint, bounce pass at the feet, picked right back up by Hadwiger, missed the jumper, rebound brought down by Ellie Klein, and Bridgeport comes the other way. Amherst has got to quit making the extra pass. Normally, that's good. It is not tonight. It is killing the Broncos in this second half. Don't pass up a five-footer to try and get a three-footer. It does not what you want to do offensively here. Mormon with it on the right wing, drives to the baseline, cut off by Hadwiger, and a travel will be called. 18th turnover for Bridgeport. It was either a travel or you were going to step out of bounds. So the ball comes back over to Amherst. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Nobody knew after the Loomis Gettle sisters, who averaged 20 points apiece, were sick for Bridgeport. They didn't make the trip, how this game would play out. And Bridgeport's got a chance to win it. They're 19-1. Amherst is 16-5. A lock called here on the Broncos, and we're going to get a timeout by Bridgeport. Each team will have two remaining. 4.56 to go in the contest. 19-1 Bridgeport, 16-5 Amherst. They are tied at 31. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. 
Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. As we come back to action here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth, it will be Bridgeport basketball out of the timeout, still trying to take their first lead of the game as we are tied at 31, 440 remaining. Lob back out top, Mormon to the high post, Dean spins on the left wing. Keaton Virgil didn't hold on to it very long. Lycus drives, lobs it into Klein, but she's behind the backboard, tries to make room. It's going to be blocked out of bounds by Peyton Cast. We are here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth bringing you this unique girls game on ESPN Tri-Cities while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Bulldog basketball underneath their own hoop into the corner to Mormon. Ball fake, drives in. Good switch, Arena cut her off. Now a three by Keenan Virgil, and it is good. And Bridgeport has taken their first lead of the basketball game. 34-31 with 4.15 remaining. Here's Hadwiger to the trailer. Tesmer to Oreda. Back to Josie. They get it to Herrick. Fights off a ball screen. Hannah into a double team. Forces the issue. Throws it up. Draws the foul. She was actually triple teamed over there. Getting by Mormon and Keenan Virgil. And then Ellie Klein came up to try to stop her. And the foul going to be called on Mackenzie Lycus. I guess that was her, not Keenan Virgil. Her second. And Herrick, who has two three-pointers, will go to the line to shoot a pair of free throws. Her first attempt of the night is no good. You're listening to KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Amherst has only scored 13 points in the last 16 minutes. Second free throw is good. So Herrick gets one of two. That's the first point of the fourth quarter, and we've got four minutes to go. 34-32, Bridgeport. First time all night they've had the lead of the ball into Grace Dean. She gets a leaner in the lane from eight. It's in and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Tenley Hadwiger. Her ninth to Hannah Herrick. She splits the double team. Brooklyn Mormon has been outstanding on her. Herrick can't get the three, and she walked. Hannah thought she was going to get this three away from the screen, and Mormon got a hand, just kind of jumped out in front of her, so she double-clutched and walked with the basketball. Third turnover of the fourth quarter here for the Broncos. 3.35 to go. Bridgeport, 34-32, high post, ball bobbled by Dean, got it back to Mormon for three more, it's no good. Long rebound, picked up Ellie Klein, and she's fouled on the putback. Two free throws coming up on a rare offensive board for Bridgeport. They've done better in the second half, hitting the glass. The foul on Josie Tesmer. And that brings us to our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans, the great Seeds to Success for a better yield. Start with Pioneer, and Klein misses the free throw. That'll be the first missed free throw for Bridgeport. Second free throw up, and it is good. She now has seven points, 35-32, and Amherst got to find a way to score here. They do not want to fall down late after being ahead most of the ball game. High post, Hadwiger kicks it back out to Oreda. Back to Tenley, a high pass. It's knocked away. Amherst turns it over. 
And Bridgeport will have it with Mackenzie Likas. And she will set things up here with three minutes to go in the game. 35-32 Bridgeport. Boy, what a bus ride home it would be if they could pull this out without their two top offensive threats. High post Dean, all of a sudden she's getting open and Areta steps in and blocks the shot. Areta blocks the shot, heads the other way. Bridgeport wanted a foul, they didn't get it. Tesmer, three point land, dribbles into the paint. She gets fouled, she puts it up, but it won't go. It ricochets off the heel, back at her. And we just have not seen enough of that throughout the game from Amherst as the foul is called on Keenan Virgil and that will be her fourth. It's on the shot, so Tesmer to shoot free throws. Important ones here. Your seeds to success, you gotta make them down the stretch. And that one stuck on the heel and fell through. It was not a very pure one, but Josie says, I'll take it. And again, Amherst, only two points in the fourth quarter. Seven, eight make it for Bridgeport. 2.42 to go in the game. 35-33 Bridgeport, second free throw. Tesmer up and good. Both teams have two timeouts remaining, a jump ball, the possession arrow points the way of Amherst. And here come the Bulldogs with a one point lead. It'll be Keenan Virgil staying in with those four fouls. Gets it between the circles to Likas against the 2-3 zone, spreading it out, looking for that first chance at a three. High post, Dean, one dribble, turnaround jumper from nine, it's good. Grace Dean, as the zone came out farther, that opened up the high post a little bit more and Amherst will call a timeout. They'll have only one timeout remaining with 2.18 remaining in the ball game. Bridgeport 37 and Amherst 34. It'll be Bulldog Ball when we return on ESPN. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. Well, the fans are going to get into it here now on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you. Our high school basketball brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. Amherst, one timeout remaining. We'll inbound it at midcourt to Hannah Herrick. She's working here on Brooklyn Mormon. Double, triple teamed over to Tesper for a game-tying three. And it's all net. Josie Tesper parries a big three. And Amherst has tied it up at 37. Eight points for Josie all in the second half. Two minutes to go. Second-ranked Bridgeport will have it over to Keenan Virgil. Back to Dean. Got by the defender. Drives in and scores. Was looking for more of that in the first half. And Dean's got six in the quarter and ten in the game. 39-37. Bridgeport back on top. A minute 40 to go. Hadwiger dribbles into the double team. Kicks it back out to Grace John. Over to Herrick. Skip pass to Tesmer. Decides to pass on the three, dribbles to the right elbow. There's Hadwiger, free throw line jumper. Might have been partially blocked, it's short. And Ellie Klein will get the rebound here for Bridgeport. Both teams have fouls to give. 
And let's see if Amherst gets one here. Oh, no, it's going to be knocked away by Grace John. Loose ball. No call. Bridgeport picks it up. Grace Dean into the front court. Two on three. Pull-up jumper from nine. No good. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Her tenth. She's got a double-double. 105 to go. 39-37. And Amherst has decided to use their final timeout. 104 to go in the ball game. Bridgeport 39. Amherst 37. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney on ESPN Radio. This is Tom Collins with your Tri-City weather forecast. Partly cloudy skies with some light sprinkles. And later in the evening, there's a storm rolling in. Expect chills, thrills, and a 100% chance of jaw-dropping action. This is hockey at its finest. This is the Tri-City Storm. All season long at the Viero Center. Leave your umbrellas and bring your appetite for food, fun, and adrenaline-fueled mayhem. For tickets to the best game in town, visit stormhockey.com. Town & Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town & Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town & Country Bank. Glad to have you along with us. If you're out in the Bridgeport area, thanks for listening online as well. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Your girls have battled hard without the Loomis Gettle sisters. One minute to go as Tesper takes the inbound to the right side, trying to set up a screen to Herrick. She's got it. She's doubled. She forces the three. It's blocked. Blocked by Keenan Virgil and taken away. 50 seconds to go in a basketball game. And Bridgeport up by two, trying to trap in the backcourt. Oh, Josie Tesmer just ran right into her and knocked her down. Now, they had a foul to give, but they had Lycus in all kinds of trouble. I think Josie just kind of lost her balance, getting a little eager there. 47 seconds to go. Amherst doesn't need to foul. They get it into Lycus, try to trap her, and they do. And they're going to get a jump. The arrow points the way of Amherst. Hannah Herrick got Lycus who hit the ground and is not getting up. I don't know if she bumped her head. And so Coach Coolin will come over here and look. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. It was a clean play because Mackenzie Likas, who's only standing about 5'6", brought the ball down. Herrick just went on top, grabbed the ball, and she lost her balance and must have conked her head on the ground, so our trainer Scotty Kratzer here in Amherst is going to go over and take a look at her. What it is, though, it is a turnover, and the arrow will point the way of Amherst, and it will allow, without any timeouts, Coach Brandon Rohr to coach his team over here. They have had numerous chances for Tenley Hadwiger to shoot a 7-10 to 10 footer. It's been open all night long, and I would think that they would draw something up off of that instead of trying to force Hannah Herrick into getting a shot. It's just not her night. They have done a great job covering her. She has seven points, doesn't have a two-point field goal. Maybe you roll Herrick to the glass to try and get an offensive rebound. She's not usually in there for that. She's out there around that three-point line, and uh, we still have a break here in the action, so I guess let's take a timeout. 
It's Bridgeport 39, Amherst 37, Amherst ball, only 42 seconds left in regulation. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. Well, Leica sets up, and you can tell by the look in her eyes, this, <laughs> this wasn't trying to buy time. She was hurt. And unusually, no one from the Bridgeport bench came over to even look at her. So they are walking her over to the bench. Coach Coolin and Amber Dean, there's just two coaches, so they were trying to coach their kids and knew that the trainer was there. So uh, back into the ball game here for Bridgeport. For the first time, Alexis Hill is in, and she is trying to guard Hannah Herrick. Alexis, they don't give us their height. She might be 5-1. So here's the basketball game. Josie Tesmer gets it to Hannah Herrick. Hill knocked it away. Tesmer, a reach-in foul going to be called here on Bridgeport. That's okay. They've got two to give. So Alexis Hill with the foul. That'll be her first and the team's fifth. But for some reason, they took Brooklyn Mormon off of Hannah Herrick. I don't understand. Herrick with it. Hill's out there on her. Herrick pushes off. Hill again over the right wing, Tesmer. Here's Hadwiger into the middle of the key. Back out, Tesmer. Ball fake three. Hands it off to John in the corner. Back to Herrick. A deep three-pointer by Hannah Herrick is no good. Rebound comes out to Bridgeport. They need to foul with 13 seconds left, and they did. I just don't understand the strategy by Amherst there. I get how good Hannah Herrick is, but all they wanted to do was deny Hannah Herrick the ball. They had many other opportunities, and for as much as they've played this year for people denying Herrick the ball, I've seen him drop great plays that don't involve her. So the foul on Tenley Hadwiger, her third, and we've got a one-and-one one coming up for Keenan Virgil with a two-point game. First one is a rounded out, no good. One more chance for Amherst. Peyton Cast gets it to Hannah Herrick. They're just going to clear it out for her. Bridgeport still has a foul to give Herrick for three in the win. It's no good. Ball Hadwiger, she is fouled. Oh, they're going to call a jump. Now I'm going to tell you one thing, folks. Even if it would have been a foul, it would not have been free throws. It would not have been free throws. Hadwiger tied up with Klein. The arrow points the way of Bridgeport. There is only one second remaining in the game, and the officials are going to get together here. Did they have differing calls? Amherst is out of timeouts. And the officials making sure the arrow was pointing the right way, so it will be Bridgeport basketball. All they have to do is get it in, and first Coach Coolin's going to Call timeout to let him set it up. So, good play here by Bridgeport to find a way to try and win this basketball game. And it did not happen here for Amherst. Uh, thought that they were going to run away and hide. Uh, Bridgeport came in, as we've said numerous times, without the Loomis Gettle sisters, which many people were waiting to see play here. If they didn't see him play against Adams Central last month in the uh, Nebraska Girls Basketball Showcase at Kearney High. They were going to get the chance here. They stayed home. Uh, coach said that they were both ill. 
So they didn't come out. They averaged 40 points between the two. And they fell behind 9-0 in less than three minutes. And ever since then, it was 18-9 early in the second. And Bridgeport went on an 8-0 run, cut it to 18-17. And they've controlled the pace of the game the rest of the way. And for Bridgeport, this 39 points that they have right now, way below their average. The 46 they scored against Adams Central was their previous low. And all Bridgeport has to do is get the ball in. If I'm Bridgeport, I just throw something to half court because as soon as it's touched, the ball game will be over. You don't even have to catch it. You just got to touch it. So to throw it in, Grace Dean, their tallest player. Baseball pass to the other end. Decline, and that's it. Bridgeport goes to 20-1 and one with a 39-37 come from behind win against Amherst. What a job by the Lady Bulldogs. And who knows? These two teams could see each other again at the state basketball tournament in Class C2. But Amherst falls here this afternoon. They are now 16-6. and Bridgeport 20-1 and on the season. What a job over there by Coach Kulin, Coach Dean, and his young ladies showing that they could get the job done here this afternoon without two of their top players or the top two players. And I think everybody would agree with that. So the Bridgeport Bulldogs, this is a one-time deal. Amherst doesn't have to go back out next year. Too bad. It would be a great rematch. We will take a break and be back with the new West Post Game Show right after this on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. And welcome back to Amherst. As always, a big thank you to Athletic Director Nate Dietz and the crew here for their hospitality. I don't know if you'd call it a shocker, maybe just because of the way the game started, but what a job today by Bridgeport as they come on the road down to all-conference and possible all-staters and find a way to overcome a 9-0 deficit to start the ball game and win it 
in a different style, 39-37. to 37. They didn't come out here and outscore Amherst. They were able to play their type of ball game, figure out the matchups, do an outstanding job defensively against Hannah Herrick in this ball game, and come away with the victory to improve to 20-1. and one. It's time now for the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the final numbers that we had in the ball game. First off for Amherst, Josie Tesmer hit a big three there that tied the ball game at 37, but that was the last point. She had all eight of her points in the second half. She had one rebound. Hannah Herrick, seven points, five rebounds. Tenley Hadwiger scored 10 points in the first quarter, finished with 12. She had 11 rebounds to lead all players in the ball game. Morgan Oreda, four points, one block shot. Peyton Cass, five rebounds and a block. Aaron Murphy ends up with six points and two rebounds in the contest. So for Amherst, they had 23 points in the first half. They were held to 14 in the second half. 37 points, 24 rebounds at the free throw line. They did their job there. Neither team got there much. Five of six in the game from the line for Amherst. Three of four that was in the fourth quarter of play. As far as three-point shooting goes, it was not the best night there for the Broncos. They were four of 18, had three block shots, 17 turnovers, including five in the fourth quarter. Amherst now 16 and six. They will wrap up the regular season uh, coming up Friday night here at home as they take on Elm Creek. And then you take a look at the postseason. Amherst looks like they will host the C210 sub-district, and these pairings will come out Thursday. They are in with Highline, South Loop, and Southern Valley. Uh, they beat South Loop. Well, South Loop might be a little bit of ahead of them. Let me double-check that for you, folks. South Loop actually 16-4, and four, and uh, this game would have really helped Amherst to move up uh, in the uh, rankings, they are still ahead of South Loop, but this would have secured it. Probably still a good chance that they are going to host the sub-districts, uh, again, with uh, South Loop, Southern Valley, and Highline. So since it's just a four-team sub-district, those games will be played next Tuesday and Thursday. For the Bridgeport Bulldogs, let's take a look what they did in today's basketball game right after this timeout. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Doug Duda back with you here on the New West Post Game Show. These are the final numbers I had for Bridgeport. Brooklyn Mormon had a couple of three-pointers in the first half for her six points, but she probably was the player of the game, the way that she defended Hannah Herrick here today. I mean, that was as good a defense as I've seen all year long 
boys, girls, whatever. She is just a sophomore, so uh, this <laughs> I hope somebody can get Bridgeport on their schedule next year. The Hoops Classic, I hope they get them back out here for that. Somebody step up and play this Bridgeport team uh, because they're going to be something next year. They might, they might win it this year. Uh, I'll be interested to see. I know St. Cecilia's number one, but uh, I think I'd be a little – be a little nervous uh, if I was anybody else in C2, and I've only seen him once. Maybe that's just a performance without the two girls, but uh, Brooklyn Mormon, what a job. Natalie Keenan Virgil, 8.6 rebounds and a block shot. Megan Klein had a couple of free throws. She had one block. Mackenzie Likas, hopefully she's okay. She banged her head there in the last minute after a, a loose ball and, and a jump ball, lost her uh, footing and smacked her head, and they still won it. Six points on a pair of threes. She had four rebounds. Ellie Klein, seven points, six rebounds, two block shots. And then Grace Dean ends up being the leading scorer. Ten points, seven rebounds, six of those points in the fourth quarter. When they got the ball to her and she was more aggressive at the high post, it was something that they wanted to attack or at least looked open earlier in the game. But uh, they didn't do much with that. They shot way more threes in that first half, 13 compared to eight in the second half. And got her the ball there in the fourth quarter. That was one of the big differences. She knocked down some of those mid-range jumpers in the paint, and Amherst just refused to take them for most of the ball game. 20 points in the first half, 19 in the second half. Bridgeport, their season low, 39 points, 23 rebounds, 7 out of 9 at the free throw line, 6 of 21 from three-point land, four block shots. Bridgeport had 19 turnovers. Seven of those were in the third quarter, and Amherst only outscored them 8-7 to seven in that quarter when they turned it over three times, so didn't take advantage. There was not a lot of transition layups in this basketball game. So Bridgeport goes to 20-1, and one, playing without the Loomis Gettle Sisters, and they win it 39-37. Bridgeport will finish up the regular season at Gordon Rushville, who's 16-5, but who they beat by 50 in the West, uh, Western Trails Conference Tournament just last weekend before they came out here to uh, Amherst. In the grand scheme of things, this game won't mean a whole lot when it comes to postseason seeding or anything like that. Amherst is still the conference champion, uh, but it was one of those things, uh, as Brandon Rohr, the head coach, joins us, that they wanted to play to do some learning from. And, Coach, I know first off you got to be shocked when you prepare for one thing in the high-octane offense that they bring out here, and they don't bring the Loomis Gettle sisters. And, and I know Coach Fader told me, he goes, now I'm nervous because we prepared for this. Now we don't know what they're going to do. But there's so many questions. Uh, let's just start with 9-0, 18-9. Looks like you're in really great shape. And uh, they boxed and won. They did their things to, to Hannah the whole game. But what changed after that 18-9 to, to, to really limit your offense? Well, they did a good job on Hannah, I think, all night. I think early we were able to get the ball in the high post, and I think, you know, as as those early possessions happened and we got up to, to nine, we got up to 18, I, I think they did a good job of bringing the, the backside wing over the, the elbow, and they, they really took away the high post from us. And, and from there, it's probably my fault. I was trying to, you know, when we prepare, we're saying we got to control the pace of the game and we want to, you know, not, not take anything quick, and it's got to be good. And I thought we got in a habit there where the ball moved a little bit but it didn't move enough, and we didn't challenge the rim enough. I thought we, we settled a little bit there, and we had a chance there. You know, you're up eight in the second quarter. If you can get that thing to 12, man, it really changes that game in the second half, and we, we just couldn't quite do that, you know, and, and credit to them. They're, they're, they're still a good team. I mean, those two girls are shooting 
um, over 35% from three on the year. We'd let him get a few rhythm threes, I thought, and our wings couldn't get out. And then the, the girl made some plays from the high post um, to end the game. But I thought Hannah's shots at the end of the game were, were good. I mean, one was two inches short, one was two inches long. We'll let her take those. Josie uh, had a great shot to, to tie that game up. Tinley was really big for us all night. It's just we could never get a great shot and then a great stop. It seemed like we were kind of alternating between the two. Uh, most of the night, and uh, against good teams, you got to find a way to get those timely uh, shots to go in. Expand because Brooklyn Mormon, you had sophomore on sophomore out there. She was the gal uh, that was on Herrick until until the last 30 seconds, which I thought was really weird. But uh, how did Bridgeport defend Hannah and your team differently than some of the other teams now that we're deep into this season and they've kind of seen the tape on what they wanted to do? Yeah, I, I think, I mean, we've seen about every box in one. I think you can you can, uh, you can can see through the course of the season. I, I think when we're successful in the box in one, uh, we're able to use the high post, and I thought they, they did a pretty good job of limiting that. And, and again, you've got to be able to hit some shots to, to kind of stretch that zone out a little bit. I, I just We didn't quite hit enough perimeter shots. I mean, I think all four of ours were – I think Hannah had more in the first half, but all, of them, all four of them threes were in the second half. So it makes any box in one a lot easier when we're able to hit – uh, perimeter shots or get the ball to the high post and when we did I thought we got some good looks there after that 18 to 9 lead but they didn't quite um, fall and so again we just got to work harder to kind of get the ball moving and be able to put pressure on the rim and uh, again they, they they did a great job they're a great team for a reason you were in the locker room at halftime for a little bit longer than usual was that scheme or was that something else um I think it was more just uh to, to settle us down a little bit. You know, I, I could see the the frustrations mounting a little bit, you know, whenever you get guarded like that. It, Hannah, I think, feels like she, she needs to, to make something happen. So just encouraging her that, you know, move the ball and, and you'll be able to get it back and finding ways where when the ball does move, here's a dive, here's a cut I can make to try and get that thing back. And one, just re-encouraging, like, we got to get stops. You know, I mean, that's what makes us good is uh, – when, when we play together and we take away rhythm threes and we slow the ball down, we can get stops. And so it was just more encouragement more than anything else to trust the offense, move the ball, and buckle down and get some stops. Is this one of those back-to-reality moments? I mean, the girls so high after winning the conference tournament and playing such good defense and playing two good games. I mean, the quarterfinal was a little shaky, and then they came back and played so good on yeah. Thursday and Saturday. Uh, could you sense that at all coming out today? No, I don't think so. I, I think, you know, our, our girls are always ready to play. I think, if anything, it's just the, the difference in the opponent. You know, I mean, Axtell, I think, is, and again, they're probably the second-best team, not not record-wise, but as far as talent-wise. I mean, they're, they're post players, they're guards, and especially how they shot it. I mean, they I thought they were as good as any team in the conference. So that was a game that scared me the most, to be honest. Um, but, again, I, I think Bridgeport is, is good. I think Bridgeport would, would take care of, you know, our, our conference pretty easily for that. So I didn't expect to come out here and win by, by 20 by any means. I knew it would be a battle. Those two kids shoot it too, too well not to. And, again, if anything, it just shows you that we still have work to do as far as spacing, cutting, moving the ball, and finishing shots on the offensive end. I think we've had some really good times of offense this year, but when we have had some lulls, you can kind of see the, the, the things that we still need to work on. Last minute, Amherst coach Brandon Rohr, you kind of already answered what I wanted to ask you as we started the interview. These are games you play to learn something. You've only got one regular season. Looks like you'll probably still be able to host next week. But to be to get done what you want to get done, these girls got to state in volleyball and came up just short in the first round. Mm -hmm. I know they've got big dreams. 
So what do you gotta what do you gotta do here to take that next step? What did you learn tonight? Well, I, I think when when we're going through, we gotta be. I thought we did a great job against Sumner of learning kind of the art of the 2-3 zone and here's their alignment, here's how they're scoring, here's who's scoring and how they're scoring. And I thought tonight there were some times where we didn't do a good job of that. You know, I mean, trying to trying to get that message communicated that the ball went to the high post. We got The guards got to start working out and the center's got to be able to play our one-on-one. And then I thought there was too many times that we heard it, but it didn't get received and we didn't execute. And at times the first half they hit a couple threes off of it in the high post, got going late and had, you know, I mean, two two really good looks there that that can't happen and uh, there were some times where they had a baseline drive 22 came around her and we didn't recognize it as it happened that second time and she got free again so I mean it's just things like that that you got to have that awareness and when the game's moving fast and you care a lot it's hard to do that but I think we just got to be a little more connected and, and realize how important every possession is how important it is to to see the court to to give good hand targets to come to good uh stride stops and and all those things and, and two we got to learn how to play without Hannah but then how to incorporate her when you get that tight of defense and that 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 falls to me I mean that's 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 the thing that I got to help them control but I, I was proud of her I thought our effort was really really good I thought we were tough enough to get stops at times I thought you know again late in the game Josie comes down and hits that three and we have two great looks I thought we executed kind of late so I think that experience from playing York Carney Catholic um, broken bow, you know, even Sumner the first time, like it, it, it's helping us. It's just we're, we're, we're still a little challenged offensively at times, and that's something where our defense has to buckle down and we got to be able to, to make an aggressive play while still being under control late in games. All right, Coach, go get a few, and uh, let's get down to Lincoln, all right? Yes, sir. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Brandon Rohr, the head coach of the Amherst Lady Broncos, led most of the way but came up on the short end of a 39-37 decision here to uh, Bridgeport. And one game to go uh, with Elm Creek in the regular season. Then, as we said, uh, probably them and South Loop as uh, they get ready to battle it would be the most uh, logical sub-district final. Highline and Southern Valley are also in there as well for these uh, ball clubs. And as we said, that matchup with South Loop was back on the second game of the year. They won that 45-39 to in South Loop. Uh, is 16 and 4 going into this week. Let's take a final break and wrap things up right after this on the New West Post Game Show. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And you've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. New West is here to get you back to whatever the activity is. Schedule your appointment today. We are back with you Thursday. Uh, again, we've got more basketball tonight. Uh, just getting underway right now on KHAS. It's the Battle of Hastings. Adams Central played St. Cecilia last week, and tonight it's Hastings High. They're playing at Lynn Farrell Arena at Hastings College. That's just tipped off, so you can get all the action uh, right there for you. And then uh, the boys will play at 8 o'clock. Then it is St. Cecilia, Grand Island Central Catholic Thursday on KHAS. Thursday on Power 99, Gibbon at Ravenna. Friday, Arcadia Loop City at Centura. Friday here on ESPN Radio, Carney High will be home against Lincoln North Star. And then we've got our wrestling coming up on Saturday. Reports all day here on ESPN. We'll have the finals of the D1 at Maxwell. And on Power 99, the C4 
up at O'Neill, which does include Kearney Catholic and Amherst. Have a good one, folks. This is Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio. Bridgeport comes back to defeat the Amherst girls 39-37. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.